0: Welcome to this PAECT pod special segment, Tech Tools. This is an excerpt from the PAECT pod, episode 26, longtime listener, first time caller. In this segment, co hosts Eric Verno and Dom Salvunci, along with special guest Gina Ligori, discuss the following tech tools and resources creativecommons.org, screencastify.com, and the AI infused classroom. I hope you find this special segment edition both useful and entertaining. I'm special guest announcer, Lucas, and thank you for listening. Dom, we're going to let you lead
1: off. you are going to be our lead batter tonight. Nice. So, this is not so much a, oh, it's a tool, but it's, Creativecommons.org. Um, I know I've talked about Google, advanced Google image searches. Go mm-hmm. to creativecommons.org. You can not only use this in your classroom for creating projects, but you can make it a project yourself and contribute to the use of open source images and sounds and such like that. Um, go to creativecommons.org and they have the different licenses and explain what Creative Commons is. It's a way it basically allowing people to use your work. Um, and if you go to the share your work tab, you have different licenses. I usually use a, um, attribution share Alike license on the work that I publish, but they have all these tools and a lot of people use Flickr, Vimeo, um, YouTube and other things such as now there was SoundCloud on here before. Now I can't find them, but, uh, SoundCloud's one for sound. Basically what you could do is you can contribute to open source images, open source, uh, sound, music, and whatnot. And from there, kind of, you know, we use a lot of these images in our classrooms. Hopefully we're using them with proper usage rights, but you can contribute and kind of give back and put more information in. So you go through the Openverse, search, Creative Commons, licensing, there's all different kinds of uh, stuff. You have Google, Vimeo, Wikipedia, Wikipedia Commons, SoundCloud, is we were talking about earlier. You can create your own music, upload it to SoundCloud. I know a lot of uh, bands and uh, musicians that are trying to come on into their own. They'll put some music out for people to share, and then they hold others back like, okay, if you like this, this is good, but if you want some other stuff, You know, they'll license it out. So some of it's free. Some of it is licensable with money. Uh, Flickr, a lot of people use for photo, saving photos. And some of these other sites I haven't used. Google Images, obviously, people have used. But it's a way to give back and kind of help out. Plus, you can use it in your classroom because these images you're allowed to use. And that's the important part is, you know, usage rights and showing the kids appropriate usage. So I like Creative Commons in general. I know I've talked about this topic before. But it is a good way to give back to, you know, this and I actually make it an enrichment assignment for my kids. I always tell them you know, take if you're taking photos, nothing inappropriate, nothing too personal. But kids are always taking selfies, kids are taking pictures in the parking lot, uh, be reals and such. People take nature photos, you know, take pictures, upload them to Flickr, upload them to some of these other places. There's nothing um, in there that's giving away personal information, but contribute back to, you know, you use these for your projects and it's a hobby of yours. Get out there, get your your name out there. Someone may find your work and everyone's always looking to come up with hobbies and stuff. It's just a way to network and contribute back. So creativecommons.org.
0: Very cool. That definitely seems like uh, some updated, you know, some updating since the last time I've uh, seen it and used it. And, yeah, definitely really cool the fact that they built all that in. Yeah, I mean,
1: the the Wikimedia Commons, Wikipedia Commons, I use that a lot in class. And I show the kids, like, we'll go through the advanced Google image search. You can go this way, too. And there's a lot of other things. But because, you know, school site, I'm not certain. A lot of the stuff comes up through advanced Google image search. We have the safe search on. So you're not going to get any inappropriate pictures posted there. Um, So I'm a little bit hesitant to go in a classroom setting to try those other sites without the Google filter on there because, you know, one bad click and you could be in trouble. So from a classroom setting, I go through the advanced Google image search. The safe search is locked on through our school filter. But a lot of those sites flicker and stuff like that, they pop up. And those are some of the sites that. Google will go, go to, to get the images you can use. So.
2: Dom, um, is there music on there too that you can yes. pull from? Nice. Yes. Nice.
1: So, and I know like a, a lot of the, if you are paying for certain, um, paying for certain video processing, they have the music built in and stuff that you can use, but this is for kids working on their own and there's a lot out there you can check, check with and, and see. And if SoundCloud's a big one, and that's where, like I said, a lot of uh, musicians that are trying to get their legs underneath them put music out, and it's there's some good stuff. Yeah. Up.
0: Very cool. All right, another good another good tech note. All right, Gina, would you like to go next?
2: Sure. Um, so the tech note that I have to share is one.
0: Oh, hold on one second. We got a quick oh, transition. Here we here. go. Let me do my...
2: There we go. Now it's
0: official. Uh, All right. Now it's official. There we go.
2: All right. So the tech note that I have to share um, is one that has been around for a little while now, I feel like, um, but it is Screencastify. And this is one that I've been using more frequently in my classroom with my kids as of late, um, primarily to practice some of those public speaking skills. Um, I feel like coming out of COVID and the COVID era and, you know, everything that kind of came with it, our, our speaking and our presentation skills were um, needing a little bit of work. Um, but there was also an extra nervousness with speaking in front of your peers. And I feel like that's a high school thing anyway, to begin with. Um, I just feel like coming out of the pandemic, it was maybe a little bit stronger than what we have seen in the past. Um, so, you know, this is a tool here that, that I've been incorporating a little bit more into my room um, just to allow kind of a safer, more private place for my kids to put together presentations and to share presentations um, to practice those speaking skills. You know, not reading from the slide, eye contact, um, you know, citing sources, things like that, that they may may be a little more nervous to do in person. Um, I feel like Screencastify kind of gives me the opportunity to allow them to do that. They know that I'm going to see it. My co-teacher is going to see it. We're not going to share it with the class. And I feel like it just gives them a little bit of extra confidence while they practice those skills, Um, you know, and I can still essentially see what it is that I want them to complete in terms of the presentation skills just on a video platform. So um, Screencastify, we actually have it, um, if you're a Google user, you can add it as an extension and it will, will always be kind of clipped to the top. And I don't know it's hard to see on this little screen here but the, um down to your mm-hmm. extensions there and then you'll have um it's a little orange arrow with a camera on it and it's always embedded there for us Um, you can pin it if you're a google user and it'll make it um you know very accessible on your screen and it's something that it gives you these three options here so you can do screen recording only a webcam only, or the screen and webcam. Um, And what I find that I I like to do is choose the screen and webcam. And I like to have my kids use the screen and webcam, because it will put them kind of like we are on the screen right now in a smaller portion. um, So they can still have Google Slides behind them. Or if they're working on, um, you know, sharing information and research from a website, they can still have that on their screen, essentially the equivalent to what would be on the board behind them presenting in front of a class or in a group setting. Um, But Screencast with this option here with the webcam, it allows them to, to have that information on the screen, but it pops them down in the corner, um, you know, so we can still kind of check skills like eye contact. Are you reading from a card? How are your, you know, presentation skills back and forth? Um, it's very easy to use. You just kind of click on your option. You go to next, you'll give it a title um, and a description. And then as you click through, um, it asks you how you any etc. I have a
0: little glitching out on my end. Are you getting that too, Dom?
1: Yes,
2: yeah. So, you
0: know, um, I don't know, she goes up. Sorry, we're just uh, the
2: audio is um, going in now, but going. She, um, it's here. Okay, Um, But essentially, it just kind of gives them I'll just dismiss out of that. Um, You know, essentially, it just gives them a, a countdown and then it will record their screen, what they say, what they're doing and what's on the back of their screen at the same time. Um, when it's finished, it'll automatically save to their Google Drive. Um, and then for us, it plays real nice with Google Classroom. It'll allow them to upload right there. Um, they can go in and edit and clip and snip and do some very simple editing pieces within that video. Um, but you know, if you're doing it for presentation purposes, like I use it, I don't really feel the need to have them edit. I wanna see what their presentation was from the get-go. Um, you know, This is a tool that has allowed a lot of growth Um, You know, and I've seen a lot of progress in my kids from the beginning, from the first presentation they did all the way to the end. Um, And, you know, while maybe we didn't do as many presentations in person this year, um, they were still presenting constantly through Screencastify and using that. And I think that'll really show um, when they hit their junior year next year. So um, that's a tech tool that that I've been using more of lately. Um, I found it to be real beneficial and it's it's real helpful in terms of the presentation skills for me.
1: Awesome. That, that is that's a awesome, that's a great tool. We have that in our district. They bought it um, when COVID hit, and they expanded it for the kids, not just the teachers, but the kids have access to that too. So nice. But we have the, the license, which is nice to have. It's very awesome, powerful awesome. tool.
0: Yeah, and you know, and what's great about it is you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. There's there's some things, even though there's, there's a lot of like shiny new, really cool stuff. You know what? This one's been around for a while. They've got a lot mm-hmm. of things built into it, and it's still a phenomenal app to use. And, and they're they're making iterations, and they're updating, they're doing all that stuff. But like, you know, some people look at it like, oh, Screencastify. I was using it so many years ago. Well, you know, that's okay. Sometimes yeah. trying and true is okay, you know.
1: And yeah. some of the tools, well, some of the tools have gone by the wayside from when some of us started, but a lot of them have upgraded. And mm-hmm. I know there's tools that you know people are like, oh, I use that. I'm like, oh, yeah. Not so much snobby, but I tried that before. I didn't like it. Like, Have you seen it in the last couple of years? And they're totally revamped. So it's something, you know, never throw it out of the toolbox. Always go back and revisit because you don't know if they're upgraded. Well, and
2: it's nice, too, if the kids have used it in the past, it's something that they're familiar with. You know, Mm -hmm. so for us to say, you know, hey, we're going to do a – currently they're working on – they did some research within the UN sustainability goals. Um, You know, they had to go through and pick one, but we didn't have to – share a tech piece or, you know, give them a new avenue to use. We were able to say, listen, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do it through Screencastify. Here's what we're looking for, you know, and they feel comfortable enough to use that because it's a tool that's been around for a while. Yeah. They've used it in different classrooms. They've used it in different avenues, um, you know, and it's something that's familiar to them. So that kind of helps too. You know, we get the biggest bang for our buck there because it's yeah. not something that they're afraid to use. They know how to use it. Um, and it kind of works well for everyone. So, yeah, some of those original ones that have upgraded, I think, definitely have some, some major benefit.
1: Yeah. And it's not hard to learn for new, for new students either, or, or even adults coming in, haven't used it before. It's not, a neat, it's not a hard tool to not necessarily master, but become comfortable with.
2: Yeah. One thing I, I will say, if it's when the video is done, if you don't allow it to download all the way, it will show like on the right of the screen. If you don't allow that to fully download to google sometimes you will lose your video but it does have that automatic save to google so you just can't be i tell them wait until the bar fills you can't be too quick to close the chromebook and move on um, because it does have that auto save and that auto upload you just have to give it the minute to do that so and then it's all in one folder they have a screencastify folder it automatically dumps everything into that folder for them and then they can do what they need for it so you know the back end of that as far as organization goes is pretty user friendly too yeah
0: that's awesome and again with that being around for a long time it, the the way it connects to google drive google classroom mm-hmm. they've got a lot of that figured out so all their apis all their hooks are pretty solid yeah. so that's great
1: and yeah. it works it works on you know the various computing platforms chromebooks mm-hmm. microsoft machines apple machines which of course it would but you know <laughs> <laughs>
0: chasing that fruit. <laughs> All right, here we go. Kicking into our next tech note. All right. So this is a, a little bit of a cheat, I guess. So talk about, you know, keeping your eyeballs on your email. So a uh, friend of the friend of PACT, uh, definitely friend of Dom's a friend of ours, Rochelle Pop has been doing a lot of uh, different events lately And she did reach out to me, and I I missed it last weekend, and I do apologize. Uh, But upcoming, she's doing a collaboration with uh, Holly Clark. So uh, AI-infused classroom, so a free learning event. Inspiring ideas to shift teaching and maximize meaningful learning in a world of AI. Uh, So 10 sessions in 10 days is how they have it presented. So the website I'll put up here on the screen as I transition. Here we go. So, uh, the website ai infused classroom.com. Uh, when you head here, all right, so it just opens up again, looks like the logo I just showed you. And so you can free learning events for educators. You can register and just scrolling down, just looking at the different information. Let me uh, go ahead and do a little zoom action here. Uh, so, the 10 sessions, you know, what you get access to about, you know, over the course of the 10 days, so you can work ahead, work behind. Um, with a 30-day window to view and absorb the content. So you sign, Like I, a lot of the times I'll sign up for webinars and I'm like ah, it's 30% chance of me making it. Well, I'm hopeful that I was on that list to be there. That they send me the email say, hey, we noticed you signed up. You weren't able to make it. Here's the video. And then I'm able to catch up with that later. So they have that built into this concept as well. And then some quick and fun challenges to go with it. All right. And just again. Um, and then here's the speakers are pulling in. So pretty good. Holly Clark kind of kicking it off uh journea armand i'm not sure who that is but looks like definitely inspiring um uh miss lopez i do know from the flip arena so she works with the uh, flip um in microsoft organization we've got donnie Piercy, and that's a new name to me there's rochelle of course p-a-c-t and the who they've done a lot of different keynoting uh, great group there so uh, i i just know based on the speakers they have lined up this this is going to be an exciting event and again we were talking about all the different things. Uh, the new, the cutting edge, you know, all the stuff going on with AI. Well, this is a group that's kind of, they're grounded in their pedagogy. So as they're sharing this with you, you know, there's going to be sound information about how they're using it, how, to, how they're utilizing it, and just to give you some great ideas. So let me, um, so they put the session list up. Uh, and if you go to register, just to walk through, really just give it that. And then they're going to send you that information. Um, so just you know, put it in. So real simple for you to be able to go through and do uh, as far as giving them your information and signing up. So uh, Holly Clark does a lot of great stuff, seen a lot of different things that she's done through the Microsoft connections that I have and then even seeing her at different events. Um, she did a lot. She did with um, Matt Miller, uh, who does uh, ditch that Textbook. They've got a little digital learning podcast that they're doing together now with Blended Learning. Uh, with book creator and Microsoft flip. So they, she really does a lot of great things, has a lot of people that she works with. So I highly would recommend, I've already signed up, highly would recommend you uh, joining this. And even they have TikTok channels, communities, different books. All right. some different activities. So, uh, the a it's uh, www.ai hyphen infused. I N F U S E D C L A S S R O O M.com. All right. For those of you who are listening on, uh, their favorite podcast player. So AI infused classroom.com. So definitely highly recommended. Again, we're all trying to gobble up as much uh, looking at what AI is going to be doing in our classrooms and how we're going to be able to harness it uh, for all the good it has. Um, So it's definitely um, pretty good there. I know I'm in different groups, uh, whether it be Microsoft related, whether it be Google related um, of all the different things that are coming down the pike and um, putting a lot of forethought. I think there's going to be a lot introduced at ISTE uh, as far as the AI um, components to all the different platforms and everything that we're using. I do know um, the Google, some of the Google AI team will be at the PACT Playground, um, sharing about some things they have going on. Bard was just released and stuff they have going on in the back end. So uh, a lot of great stuff there. So I definitely plan on, um, you know, absorbing as much as I can from that 10 day event.
1: Yeah, and um, along with that, the links, the, every, every, Ah, the links of everything we've been discussing. It's it's a late night. Um, it's all good. Those links will be in a wakelet. It'll be in the description for each broadcast of it on YouTube. We'll put it into uh, Spotify. So when you check the podcast online, you'll be able to click on the link, and it'll take you. You have a list of links to the show and to the things we're talking about on the show. So that way, if you miss something. We'd appreciate it if you go back and listen to it again because listenership helps. But you know, if you don't have time to do that, click on the links. It'll be a wake up and it'll be there for your perusal.
0: Yes, sir. And we know it'll be there because Dom is in charge of that and he takes care of that. Very diligent with that. So we really I,
1: appreciate that. It'll be a couple of days because I am proctoring the next two days. So I am locked down offline and mm-hmm. just pacing the proctoring room as the students are taking the keystones, getting a so, steps. Yes. Yeah, getting getting steps. steps in.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, good stuff. I, I really appreciate everything you had to share Gina and, and Dom and putting together another pod and a lot of exciting stuff happening. We're, we're a little Western PA heavy tonight. We'll have to figure that out and balance <laughs> it out a little bit, but Nothing that's wrong okay. With that. That's well, all good. <laughs> no, awesome stuff. Yeah. So, all right. Well, um, as we close out here, Dom, you know, a lot of great stuff happening. We got our working on planning our next pod. We're getting closer to ISTE. A lot of awesome stuff happening in our organization. So, always great. great. So, you know, just want to thank everybody for watching and listening.
1: Yes. And, as always, remember. P-A-E-C-T. We are. The voice of EdTech in Pennsylvania. And beyond. All right, thanks for listening
0: and let's kick it to our sponsors. PAECT and the PACT pod would like to thank our corporate council sponsors. Thank you to ClassLink, MaxCases, GoGuardian, and Bloom. Thank you to SAM Labs, DRC Data Recognition Corporation and eduSpire. Tech the next step. PACT thanks to these sponsors and thanks you for listening to another episode of the PACT Pod.